Hey, this is Yuri Vaughn, and you're in the dummy room. Dummy up. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Demel. What's up, Nate? Not much, man. Uh, what's going on with you? Not a whole lot. Just uh, just getting back home, dude. I was like, fuck, I'm going to be late, but we ended up working out. Yeah, I was running a little late too. Uh, Miles is finally recovering from his, he was sick, you know, over the weekend. Yeah. And um, now he just doesn't want to go to bed. <laughs> you know, he's been just, he's just been so groggy and now he's, he's back and he's just all energized and ready to, ready to play, man. <laughs> so poor little guy lost his voice, you know, and he's just, he's got all this shit to say, you know, <laughs> cause yeah. he's just learning all this stuff and yep, can't do it. So he, um, he loves ketchup. Okay. And, <laughs> and so when he wants ketchup, he calls it Kepi. <laughs> so whenever there's ketchup involved in a meal, over and over, more kepi, more kepi. That's all he says. <laughs> That's pretty and, cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. So it's cute as hell. Have you turned him onto that Kepi's Kids record or what? <laughs> no, no, haven't yet, but I should. Um, totally helped Natalie learn how to count. Really? Yeah, dude. Did he taught me how to count. used to play um i got i got one of i can't remember what it is but it's uh the mike park one mike park the asian man records yeah he put one out and um i had that fucker and i used to play that for my kids and they loved it but i haven't seen that for you know years now yeah. so i should find that for him see if he likes it dude vapid's latest one rules yeah yeah that's a rocker too so oh hell yeah be my valentine
what makes it a kid's song but yeah still great anyways how's the weather been for you nate uh we got snow this weekend uh we got like a fucking nasty like sleet snow you know and man it just turned to ice like all weekend i didn't even i didn't even do anything this weekend but it was pretty shitty (laughs) (laughs) i've lived in wisconsin my whole life minus one year where i lived in minnesota so i've lived in this shit you know 41 years now Right. And I saw something yesterday, dude, that I've never seen. <laughs> so I'm driving home from work, and in the snow, you know, like after it snows, the plows come through, and the fucking driveways get the chunky, you know, yeah, all the chunky ice chunks up there. So uh, it's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, rush hour, you know, and I'm driving home on not a highway, but it's a main road, you know, downtown South Corridor kind of thing. And... Some fucking guy, he, I don't know, I, he's in an electric wheelchair. <laughs> okay. And the guy's probably pushing 350 pounds okay. in an electric wheelchair, decides to cross this road, and the fucking guy gets stuck <laughs> in his, this wheelchair gets stuck at the end of, um, like a driveway. Yeah, like where the... And he's fucking stuck. He's like, <laughs> no. his ass end is stuck hanging out in traffic his front end stuck in the snow and <laughs> there's so many cars and stuff and i pull up and some ladies out there trying to fucking drag him onto the sidewalk you know <laughs> <laughs> and i've never seen that before wow i mean ever i've never seen some fucking dipshit trying to cross a busy road in an electric wheelchair on ice <laughs> you know it wasn't even it wasn't a crosswalk you know it was just, I don't know how the fuck he made it. So did you help him, like, well, free him or what? You know what? I told my wife this, and she jumped my shit, too, about it. She's like, why didn't you pull over and help him? I'm like, I, it's rush hour, you know? <laughs> you know, everybody's moving, you know? I can't just stop and, you know. Right. So there was a couple of guys. There's like, a, there's, like, a car dealership right across the street. So there was a couple, like, you know, they must have been mechanics or something, you know? And they were, like. <laughs> trying to cross the road i'm assuming they were going to help yeah but, yeah i've never fucking seen that wow, man. man it's hilarious <laughs> like <laughs> what, what the fuck are you doing you know so yeah i can imagine that those electric wheelchairs work that great in the snow and ice man you know i, I see it all the time i've just never seen anybody fucking stuck <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah i mean the guy's lucky he didn't get fucking whacked you know dude totally he's franklin man if I have any more fun today, I don't think I'm going to be able to take it. <laughs> yeah, so other than that, nothing exciting up here. Um, listening to uh, listening to the Beatnik Termites quite a bit this weekend. Yeah, me too. In preparation for tonight. Tonight is... Uh, episode 31 damn 31 and we're finally going to talk a little bit about the beatnik termites finally and i think we we started talking about them one other time and it was like we need an episode dedicated to them so um 
of course, my favorite record is Taste the Sand. I really like Bubblecore too, but um, yeah, my favorite is just Taste the Sand just because it's just, I don't know. I just remember when I first got it, it was just so great, you know? Right. There's real classics on there. What do you prefer? You prefer Bubblecore, don't you? I like Bubblecore. My second favorite is probably Girl Crazy. Girl Crazy. That's a good one too, man. Really, yeah, it is. Great albums, great band, some seriously awesome harmonies. For sure. Um, yeah. And we got lucky yeah. because uh, we thought we were just getting pat. We got the whole damn band, so it'll be the yep. first time a full band has made an appearance on the Dummy Room. Yep. I'm pretty excited, you know. I've been a fan for so long, you know. <laughs> but they <laughs> so, really don't have that many records out, you know. They haven't They've been around for 30-some years, and they've, what, they've got three full lengths, and then a live album, Ramon's album, and a bunch of singles and shit. But right. I guess it's quality over quantity with these guys. I guess I'm hoping when we talk to them, maybe they got some news about a new record or something. I don't know. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out what's going on. So uh, you want to go ahead and let's, let's go ahead and get these guys in here. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it, man. So, uh, yeah, uh, episode 31, Beatnik Termites. Uh, this will be cool. Totally. So let's do it. We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. Any of you that have ever felt stepped on, left out, picked on, put down, why don't you just come down here and join us, okay? All right, we're here with the Beatnik Termites. How's it going tonight, guys? It's going great. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, feel free to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Mikey, the drummer. I'm um, Pat, the uh, singer and guitar player. I'm Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris. Cool. So are you guys practicing for Puke Fest? Is that what we're doing here? Oh, yeah. 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 We've been hitting hard for the past couple of weeks. So. Right on. Cool. Um, I didn't even know you guys were really still playing shows much. You guys show up on the Puke Fest thing, and uh, that's awesome for everybody in Germany. I don't think you guys have ever even played outside of the country, have you? Uh, no, we haven't, actually. Um, we're really excited. Um, you know, we, we wanted to do it, you know, but, uh, you know, obviously life gets in the way sometimes, though. But now we actually have a lineup that uh, <laughs> you know, we can actually do it with, though. So, you know. And is approved for foreign travel. Exactly. Yep. I did an acoustic <laughs> show in Mexico. Acoustic show in Mexico? Yeah. From prison or? No. At the, at the border. Okay. You mean you had, you had one foot over the border? Matamoros. Or you kind of just stepped over and then stepped back to, to taunt the Mexicans or something? <laughs> so, so, Pat, I, I've seen you with um, a few different lineups. Uh-huh. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen you guys, but um, I don't actually remember the last time. But it was it was probably at least 15, 15 years ago, at okay. least. Maybe um, you guys played in my town. Uh, I live in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah. So he probably saw us with uh, with Scotty, um, the guy. He kind of looks like Sam off of uh, uh, what was that, uh, Lord of the Rings? Sam <laughs> <laughs> Wise. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Frodo's sidekick. Potatoes. Uh, 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 or he kind of looks like the guy from uh, what was it, uh, Bo- Boogie Nights or whatever. You know, the blonde guy. Scotty. Yeah, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, I get... Uh, was Scotty his name, too, in, in the movie? In the yes, movie, it was Scotty. Okay, because, like, when we were on tour, 
Everybody was actually like saying that he looked like him, and he would get so mad about that. Now, I, I'd never seen the movie at that point, but now I know because I just saw it like last year. I'm like, oh my god, that was our old bass player. <laughs> I don't remember. I I was thinking it was Josh from oh, okay. the proms. So then it probably was. Uh, we were on tour a couple of times. You know, we went through Wisconsin. Second time we came through, we had he had uh, left the band to go to college, and then so oh, we got Scotty. But uh, yeah, Scotty's the one in uh, the you're, you're the Only One video. was uh you know obviously look very different so you would know <laughs> josh sent me this oh different josh yeah oh yeah many 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 lineups but, yeah you uh, guys you guys had played it was like a monday night in the in my city which is kind of a really bad night to play and um walked in the bar <laughs> I, well i was expecting five people and there was actually it was me and my friend sarah Tooley were like the only two there Oh, okay. And it was just like I, I remember telling you, you just you just got a bad night, and you played at this really weird biker bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the wrong bar on the wrong night. So, well, yeah. Monday nights always suck, pretty much. You know, it's it's very difficult to draw people. We always did well, like on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sundays were okay too if the show was early enough, though. But yeah, Monday all the way through Wednesdays, eh, you know, 
but the thing is, it's like, you got to play, you know. I mean, yeah. if it were up to me, you know, I would just, like, take those days off if we could do it because I don't know if we actually, it helped us, you know. But I guess it did because you got to see us, though, so. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, you know, um, you know, if, you know, there's an old saying about, you know, building your fan base one fan at a time, and I guess that's what it is, though, so it is worth it. Yeah. I actually got to have uh, uh, pizza with you once at the uh, with the intruders, Marky Ramon and the intruders, minus Marky. Oh yeah, in, in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> so, that was, that must have been on a different tour. Um, that was that was a couple of years before that, I think. So okay, that was also with Josh, I think. Yeah, Josh was on that one. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Um, all right. So, like, I kind of know the history a little bit. Uh, you guys formed in Cleveland, Ohio, 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, what I always kind of wondered was, uh, obviously, I, you know, anybody can figure out that you love the Ramones and the Beach Boys and, you know, various 50s doo-wop. But um, oh, yeah. I was wondering, uh, what made you think that it was this awesome idea to fucking smash them all together and create this cool sound that you that you did? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, it just came out that way, sort of. You know, I mean, I, I knew I wanted to sound, but... Uh, I mean, I didn't know exactly how it was going to sound, but I knew it was going to sound somewhat like this. But I had to try it out first. And I think a lot of it depended on the people I was playing with as well, too. You know, that sort of had something to do with the way it ended up coming out. And then, you know, we just kind of like went with it, you know. But, uh, I mean, you know, the thing is, it's like my writing style is basically oldies, you know, like that. It's not really... That punk though so i mean i knew i had to adapt it to more contemporary sound otherwise you know there really you know isn't a market for that kind of stuff you know so especially you know for original music too you know mm-hmm. i mean the only original music at the time was basically in the underground scene you know and there aren't or any oldies bands playing in the underground scene you know so but uh and i, and I love the ramones too so i mean it's just a couple of things that uh, i really liked and uh I mean, you know, I guess it is what it is, you know, I try not to analyze it too much, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I did want to do something original, too. I mean, obviously, you know, I borrowed a lot from both those bands, but um, I think uh, uh, did something that wasn't done before in that respect in the way we did. It. Yeah, totally. Well, turned out awesome, man. Um you guys created this, you created this sound that's just, uh, you never really changed it, and uh, I just, you know, I'm a big fan of it, so. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I remember the first time I heard you guys, the Schoolboys Dream record, mm-hmm. um, it was like early 90s, I'm not sure when it was, and then um, had that record, and, and you know, I liked it, liked it a lot, you know, and then I, I buy Punk USA, the comp, and of course... Um, you guys are right in the middle of that fucking thing with like, I guess even to this day, some of the, you know, screeching weasel, the queers face to face jawbreaker. I mean, these huge bands. And I mean, I was, I remember when I got that, I was like, they must be that big, you know, they must be (laughs) that. And then of course that song, uh, you know, I I think it was how many times was on that. I remember right. But, um, it was just like one of the standouts for me on that comp. And I mean, you guys were in some pretty 
you know, heavyweight company on that thing. How does that, how did that feel? I mean, that was really early for you guys, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, we got a good break because, uh, um, Ben Weasel was a really big fan of ours. You know, he basically put us on the map. He discovered us and he really helped, you know, promote us. Uh, and he used his influence to get us on that comp. And I think that really put us on the map. Um, but uh, I think uh, another thing was that we kind of stuck out. <laughs> we didn't really fit in with a lot of the band. I think there was one other band. I think Cub might have been on. I don't know if they were on there. Maybe not. No, no, they weren't on there. But um, but I, I think we were on a Shredder compilation with them or something like that, though, which was about a year later. But, uh, I mean, I guess we're probably more along the lines genre-wise with like bands like Cub than like a lot of the bands that were actually... Uh, on uh, Punk USA, just like, it was like there are all these harder bands, and then you have us, which <laughs> basically like this tweet or whatever you want to call it. You know, there really isn't a label for it. You know, but uh, um, it's basically like this real sugary, you know, power pop type stuff that you know, yeah. basically yeah. hurts on steroids. You know, <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely uh, stuck out like the sore thumb with the Vindictives and the Pissed and uh, <laughs> Pink Lincolns around there. They're all great bands, but. Yeah, certainly you guys were uh, not like anybody on there. So well, the, those guys were all uh, great bands, and they they all liked us too as well. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of those bands played harder music, but you know, they have a lot, you know, a lot of really broad tastes in music too. You know, I mean, I like those bands as well too. You know, yeah, not, I don't just listen to just power pop. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I grew up listening to, you know, hardcore in the early '80s. You know, and you know, all kinds of stuff like the Exploited and you know. Black Flag and the Circle Jerks, and you know, I had my hardcore phase, and you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you know, like Ben Weasel, obviously, he listened to bands like us, and you know, yeah, he listened to a lot of harder stuff too. Yeah, you know, Variety's a spice of life as far as the punk scene goes, you know, totally. So after that comp came out, were you, I mean, did you guys have some expectations that you know you could possibly, you know, get on a label like Lookout or? anything uh, like that or was it yeah I, I think a lot of that i mean we did have some opportunities you know but the thing is i think uh you know well, as with every band we had some personnel issues you know yep you know and uh i mean a lot of bands have these types of problems you know i, I don't want to get into it or anything like that but you know i mean you know, right now we don't have those types of issues anymore i mean this is actually the first time we can actually go to europe because I mean, <laughs> you know, we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think, like, a lot of opportunities were lost because of certain things that happened, you know. Life gets in the way. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, they have yeah. other priorities, you know. Yeah. I think now we're on the same page, so, you know, we can actually, you know, focus on what we want to do. I think, uh, they, you know... The thing is, it's like it, it took like 30 years <laughs> to actually find a lineup that actually, you know, where, you know, everybody's made the band actually you know, a priority in their life, though, so. Right on. So, you, you've been around for 30, 31, 32 years? <laughs> uh, uh, 1987 is when we came out, so. Okay, so, so 31 years. How the fuck? 31. Were you in middle school or what? Because you don't look like you're, you look like you're 30 years old. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, how the fuck old is this guy? Yeah, it's the it's so. the Asian thing, you know. I mean, <laughs> I got good genes. <laughs> but uh, 
You look pretty young, man. I appreciate that. For a guy who's been in a band for 31 years. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, if you do the math, I was 21 when I started that band, you know. But, uh, so, but yeah, I guess it's good skin. (laughs) So, was, 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 uh, what was, St. Valentine Records, was that you? Did you start that, or was that a buddy of yours, or? Uh, that was a um, a co-op, basically. I mean, all the local unsigned bands around uh, Cleveland uh, agreed to use that name. And we all uh, took turns paying for the P.O. Box, which was like $15 a year or something like that. But it was just, okay. that, that's all it was. It was all mm-hmm. self-released, but just to give us more uh, um, recognition. Yeah. Credibility. Yeah, whatever, instead of like doing it on our own. So we, we all kind of decide like there were other bands on there like death of samantha i believe like uh what else um the reactions the mice uh, I, I, it's been so long <laughs> i just i i thought that there were some other bands and that's i was going with that's where i was going with that was like it, it, i thought that was a self-release so mm-hmm. i didn't know if that was an, a legitimate label or not so no it was you know, it was just uh, a name that we all agreed to use and i mean i, I guess that was it you know is what we, we wanted to make it people think it was just to give it a little more credibility but really that's all it was it was just a name that everybody agreed to use so and all the correspondence went to the PO box so cool the first time I ever heard you guys you had done a split with this band and uh, it was when you guys did I don't want to be bad man I fucking oh yeah that was with the parasites yeah 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 that was uh, <laughs> sorry Nate that was not very representative of, uh, that was more of like a outlier <laughs> It was you know, great, I mean, man. Like, we 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 would have like, you know, songs like that, but it was kind of like we had a lot different than the rest of your songs, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was like an endless we, vacation kind of song to me. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> I mean, we 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 have like one or two songs off of every album like that, kind of like almost as a joke. But uh, it was cool. And, and it wasn't really intended that way, and I'm not really sure uh, why, you know. We agreed upon that that song. I think that was like the first one we had recorded at the time because it was easy, and you know because the other ones took so long to record because they have all these intricate vocal parts and arrangements, and we needed to get something out quick. So we just like okay, let's do this, and yeah. uh, you know. But that's the story behind that. But yeah, I, I think that that might have been a little misleading because I think a lot of people would think that we were a hardcore band and then they do the rest of our stuff like what the hell yeah i can tell you that when like for me i had that that seven that split and then the next thing i found by you guys was bubble core because this was pre-internet you know so a lot of times you'd have to just find shit you know unless you wanted to get in the mail and i ran across a bubble core and i was like holy shit another record by the termites (laughs) cool so i took it home (laughs) and i was like holy shit this is completely different i loved it though man it's still my favorite that's to me the shit i mean yeah i mean that's one of the harder records that we have so i mean i love it it wouldn't as be be quite a shock going from that seven inch to bubble core as it would be going to like something like girl crazy or taste of sand yeah oh you know? but like uh well even taste of sand had a couple of you know reggie's dick songs on there too so <laughs> <That's totally laughs> reggie's dick and you know, shit, you know i don't know if there was anything else yeah that was really the only one on on uh taste of sand though but uh yeah i mean we kind of moved away from that, though, but... Yeah. yeah. Loved it, man. It was like a pleasant surprise that you guys could be that poppy, you know, to me. <laughs> it's great. I loved it. Well, I mean, sometimes uh, we, we could use that as a gateway, you know, yeah, to, like, cool. draw 
Super uh, cool. Other people from who likes different kinds of music, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. I do believe that you guys, out of all the like Ramones covers, you guys have the coolest art of all the Ramones covers. Oh. Uh, I love what you did with the Pleasant Dreams. It's so great. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray, uh, uh, I can't remember who did. I think yeah, I think Ray did that. Yeah, from the Hard Ons. He, he did the artwork for that, and you know, if you if you notice, there's like a couple of different little flourishes on there that aren't actually on the. Yeah, that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> like the, the guy stepping <laughs> in the, the dog yeah, poo. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved your version of "You Sound Like You're Sick" on there. It like reignited my love for that song when I heard your version of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we tried to stay pretty true to the original as far as instrumentation went. The yeah. only thing we added was, like, the vocals because, uh, I mean, I think, uh, well, those are all the stuff that I always sang when I was listening to it in my car, uh, Ramones albums, but they just weren't on there. So yeah. when we got the opportunity to do that. I'm like, I'm going to put those in, you know? It's kind of like, you know, fix it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> was Ray, was he played bass with you too, right? He did artwork and he was a bass player for a while? He, well, he he played just on that record, but I mean he. Oh, okay. You know, he didn't actually play. Sh- oh, he he played. Uh, he he came on tour with us uh, for let one leg of that tour with uh, um, Marky Ramone, you know, and Josh. Uh, jo- Josh was the bass player for that, but like he would come on for uh, we we play a couple Ramone songs, and uh, uh, Ray would come on for just those two Ramone songs. But he he basically came on and he drove. He, you know, he did. He sold merch for us, and you know, we, we, he just hung out. He's like a really good friend of the band. You know, that's cool. So, how did you guys end up on um, on Recess? Because you know, Recess is this, you know, it's a it's a hardcore label. For, you know, I I say say mostly well, you, you know, know FYP Tom and the Dwarves. And, he's a big fan of pop music. Yep, and I've met Todd, and and uh, we've had some. We had a conversation once about about the Beatnik Termites, and. Uh, and it came, it, yeah. He definitely comes across as he loves his his pop music. <laughs> oh, he does, he does. But, he he totally loves it. I mean, he's 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 a great guy, man. I mean, I have you know nothing but good things to say about that guy. Absolutely. You know, I mean, he was very supportive of us, and I mean, he's just a very good person. I mean, we he, he and I used to sit and just talk about things, you know, have these conversations when we were, you know, we were there for a few weeks doing the um, recess records video. Um, for you're the only one, and, and we stayed at his house, and we just like could sit there drinking beers on the porch and just talk about everything about life. I mean, the guy's very deep. Yeah, um, my experiences with him, he's he's nothing but a nice guy. But I just thought it was it's just crazy when you look at the, uh, you know, the the Recess Records catalog, and you see all those bands, and then you know, Beatnik Termites are spread out throughout it, and it's just like holy shit, how the fuck did this happen? You know? Well, <laughs> you know, I I think the thing is, it's like. We've kind of gotten like a, you know, sort of like classified in with a lot of these punk bands, you know. But we're we're like an outlier. We're right at the edge, you know. Whereas like, uh, and the thing is, it's like when we played previously in the past, our live sound tended to be a lot harder and faster than our records, you know. So I mean, I th- I think that kind of put us in that category as well. Whereas like, I mean if we would have played them a little more closer to the records, we probably would have been classed more with bands like, uh, like Cub and, you know, what, what, what are the, a lot of these twee bands, you know, and we would have mm-hmm. probably fit in just fine then too. And probably even now, because, you know, I mean, we don't do that anymore. Now we pretty much play 
the songs just as they are off the record too though so we've kind of gotten away from that like Ramones thing where they play twice as fast <laughs> as, as the records yeah you know I mean I just uh, I don't know maybe it's because I'm getting old <laughs> So you guys are playing Puke Fest, so you're practicing tonight. So, I mean, what kind of set list are you going to play? Well, we're, we're the last band, so we pretty much get to play as long as we want Sweet. to, though. So we're probably going to play, I would imagine, like an hour, you know. Right on. Um, Full and set. Then, uh, so about half brand new songs off of the new album that we're working on, um, and then half, half old songs, and then we got a couple little surprises at the end, too. So <laughs> Cool. I think people are going to go bananas to see you guys, you know. I'm I'm excited, you know. I mean, you know, we have a, I guess we have a pretty uh, big, uh, you know, fan base over in in Germany compared to what we have over here, though. So, you know, I mean, I guess that kind of goes without saying for a lot of, you know, underground bands. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really excited. Right on. So hey, when you guys do these fly-in dates, man, I mean. What do you do about the gear? I mean, do they provide you with a backline and you just bring your guitars and like maybe your favorite snare or what? Yeah, actually, uh, um, we've been told. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're arranging for everything for us now. So yeah, it can be hella expensive trying to ship your gear with you on a plane, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a real hassle. I mean, well, this is our first time that we've been abroad though, so I mean, this, I'm new to this as well. But yeah, well, we're not bringing anything except ourselves. You know, I mean, I'm. You know, Mikey will probably bring a set of sticks, and I'll probably bring a few guitar picks, and you know, that's about it. I mean, we're borrowing gear from like the other bands, so. Yeah. Um, that's but cool. Yeah. I mean, normally I'm pretty minimalistic about that stuff. Anyway, I'm not really picky. You know, I'm not a gear snob. I just whatever works works. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I find that I can dial in pretty much anything to sound the same, no matter what it is. You know, <laughs> totally, dude. You know, I mean, a lot of people are real picky, like, oh, it's got to be this or it's got to be that. You know, it's like, nah. I mean, I just, you know, pretty much, you know, plug the guitar in, crack the mids, <laughs> I'm there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of people think you need to, like, turn the gain all the way up, but the secret is mids and low and low gain, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't use a lot of gain. No. I mean, I, because, like, I'm all about people hearing the downstrokes, you know, the eighth notes. I mean, yeah. you, you use too much gain. Yeah, and the vocals, obviously, too, right. you know. But, uh, I mean, everything's got to be defined. I mean, with us, the guitars aren't really loud on stage. That's It's probably the quietest thing on the stage because uh, I let uh, the PA handle that, you know. Right I mean, we, we set the monitors in, in, to the drums and then, you know, and then the bass, and then we bring the guitars up just so we can kind of hear them, but... Really. Yeah. Not much more than that. And so we'll you use wedges, direct. or do you use it like in ears? Uh, we use we've used everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sometimes we use in ears. Sometimes we use wedges, depending on the situation. You know, I'm right. usually like in a multi band situation. It's kind of hard to use in ears. You know? Right. It, it all depends on the engineer, and we have to scope out the place and the PA. Sometimes the PA can't support it because they can't send us, you know, yeah. feed from the board. I mean, yeah. But the, the key is to keep the guitars low on stage, so that way we can hear ourselves. Otherwise, we're going to sound like a bunch of car horns honking. You know, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like about ten minutes before we got on with you guys, I th I made this little post in our dummy room group, thinking that maybe we could take some questions from the the fans. We got sure. one from. Okay. Uh, I thought I'd throw it at you. It was from Joshua Skog. It says, uh, "What's the story?" Skog. Skog. That's Tito. Tito. Just call oh, yeah. him Tito. Oh, Tito. Oh, okay, okay. 
So Tito says, what's the story on live at the orifice? How and where was it recorded? Uh, that, that was like in a basement and uh, a studio and we had a party. <laughs> right and uh, the place doesn't actually exist. You know, it was just like a, a basement studio. And uh, we just got like a whole bunch of our friends, you know, guys from like the proms. You know, actually it was before the proms were there. And like a bunch of all our friends from Cleveland. And we just, you know, basically had a party and, you know, told them to like scream as loud as they can between songs and everything like that. And it was a good time, you know. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> it's kind of I mean, like, uh, suck this. Or it wasn't a real show, you know, it was just, you know. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, that's the only one we've gotten so far. People have liked <laughs> it, and it just, no, no, I guess no one, everyone knows everything already, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, I got a question for, uh, Mikey and Chris. Were, were you guys, um, were you guys big Termite fans before you joined the band, or? Uh, so I had never heard of the termites. Um, <laughs> I met I met Pat through um, Craigslist, and let me you know let me be clear. Yeah, let me specify personals, so, right? Uh, yeah. He, so he was looking for a drummer, um, and I was also looking for a band. I'd been fairly new to the Baltimore area, and the post resonated with me. It was very specific. Uh, no grammar or spelling errors at all and very professional in what they were looking for. And I, it seemed like very challenging. So, uh, I answered the, the ad and I, I think several people did. And then we just had a tryout in downtown Baltimore, um, where we, it was like not five or 10 minutes. It was pretty intensive working on vocals and, uh, the drums. And then, uh, yeah. So then I, you know, became a termite. So, no, I mean, I really didn't listen to a whole lot of punk music. Um, it was in the house just because of my older brother. Um, mm-hmm. So I would sometimes, you know, steal his cassettes and listen to that stuff. But, uh, no, he did not even make a mention of what really type of music it was, per se, or the band name at all. I just said, you know, well-known band. Um, so I thought that seemed uh, like a good idea to answer, so... That's been since 2014. For the record, uh, r- uh, right after the audition, uh, we uh, went out for some beers afterward, and I offered him the spot, <laughs> right on the spot, right after the audition. I knew that this was the guy immediately. Cool. So, so were eighth notes mentioned in the art in the ad? <laughs> or was, it, was it part of the uh, ad? We're like, look, man, I you gotta play eighth notes. Like, ad, but like, no. So I I came from a more rock drumming, you know, cover band type of background. So. You know, Eric, a couple, Stumpy Eric Stumpy Peeps. Um, <laughs> so he actually mentioned, he's like, you know, hey, can you kind of play on the top of the hi-hat and don't, you know, put an accent on the one and the three? I'm like, yeah, okay. So I kind of shifted gears a little bit and, you know, he's giving me a nod as we're playing along. But no, that is that was one of the first things he mentioned was to keep the hi-hat steady. He's like, no, this is how, yeah, this is how this should sound. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and tight. And then play on the bell, the ride. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm like on the edge of the ride, you know, washing it and stuff. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like up here, not quite on the bell, you know, right on the cusp. I'm like, no, no, I gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty malleable and you know, Pat is um, also a drummer. So he he knew what he was talking about, and he just could either sit down and show me or just, you know, point to what he wanted and be very specific. So, 
uh, no. yeah, I switched gears a little bit and I could keep time. So I think I was hired on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I even saw a video of Pat kind of teaching the whole Ramones hi-hat technique on YouTube, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, that has to be part of his uh, MO. You got to be able to do that to play termites. Yeah, you, you know. got to be able to do that. So, I mean, I can I can do that because of uh, like instruction I received on blues shuffles and stuff. Uh, right on. So you have to keep those going, you know, sometimes pretty quickly. And it's not about moving your arm and a range of motion. It's all on the wrist. Right. And uh, you just have to have a proper technique not to tire out. So it's cool. Um, yeah. Since I didn't have a you know real background in that type of music, um, yeah, Pat kind of had to show me the ways. That's cool. I mean, I, I showed him what I wanted. I didn't show him how to do it because he can do it better than me. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it takes a lot of endurance to do this stuff. I mean, because like we pretty much play those quick eighth notes through. The whole set, so I mean, right? You gotta have the right technique, or you'll blow yourself out. So, um, but yeah, he's got it. You know, he he's a pro. I mean, he uh, uh, he was like a studio drummer, so he could pretty much play any style. So, that's awesome. Yeah, when I'm playing uh, when I'm playing along with a record on my steering wheel, you know, mm -hmm. bass notes, I can usually make like a whole song. <laughs> and then, but by the end of the song i'm like my fucking forearms are burning you know and i'm like i'm not even holding a fucking stick and it hurts you know so man i could never i could do one song like one minute and a half song i'd be good but after that i'm done so <laughs> yeah that's because you got to shift your focus down towards the end of your uh, appendage you know as far as like uh you just have to think about baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could do that <laughs> yeah, let the stick play itself. You know, don't, uh, don't, 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 you know, force it. You know, brute force never works. Got to rely, rely on the balance. Rely, rely on the balance. You know. <laughs> hey Pat, this is kind of a weird question, maybe, but dude, do you remember like six, seven years ago or whatever when in Masked Intruder came out? And, and dude, I, so many people were like, "That's Pat Termite singing." And it turns out that A obviously isn't, but did you feel like this dude totally bit your style? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, I, I could see how there's there could be like a, you know, an influence there. But, you know, I mean, for me, I mean, if, if he did, man, you know, hats off to him, you know. I mean, yeah. that means that I've done some good, you know. I mean. Totally. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? So people weren't like getting at you trying to ask you if that was you? Oh, I, 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 for me, I think he sounds completely different, though. But yeah. I mean, I can tell that there's a similarity. But you know, I, I think, uh, uh, I guess my voice is a lot more thinner sounding than his is. I don't. Know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, Pet sings in straight 4K. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't hear it, man. I don't, I don't think you, you sound never heard that. Like when, that when they first came I've out, heard about I remember it. there was like all this hoopla. People were like, "It's Pat Termite, it's KJ. Who is it?" Yeah, you know? KJ. I heard KJ, yeah, and I heard fucking. That's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he sounds a lot more like KJ Hansen than, yeah. than he does to me, and I think KJ sounds just like Brian Adams, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Adams, I mean, eh? Yeah, and that, that's not an insult either, though. But no. uh, yeah. that assessment cuts like a knife, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels so right. 
<laughs> now, I, I I did hear that, but I I don't hear it in Pat's voice. I don't I don't think they sound alike at all. No, so. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Right on. I mean, I've never been told that. So I mean, this really? is like really the first. I remember time a bunch of people it. telling me that they thought that it was you, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I said, you dude, know, I used, dude, you just never know. I used to get emails. I heard it was KJ. I heard it was Mikey Erg. I yeah, it, maybe Green Day. Yeah. Like I said before, I didn't deny any of that. So. Well, that right. guy's uh, got his own thing going, you know. Mm-hmm. I was always curious about that. Like, if anyone actually got with you and was like, "Are you doing something else?" Like, at the no, very early no. stages, I, you know. Yeah, I, I, I haven't really heard that though. So, but then again, you know, I don't get out that much though. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I always thought that the fucking proms ripped you guys off. Oh, <laughs> uh, they influenced there. I wouldn't say rip off. You know, they're 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 influenced. I mean, Eddie's a really good friend of mine. You know, he's I mean, a good he guy. Was, he was a big fan. I mean, we all, you know, we used to hang out together, and I mean, you know, I mean, I really, you know, you know what those guys did was a real. They really paid homage to the tip of the hat because they, you know, totally did the thing that we did. That they they blended like punk with like the real doo-wop type stuff too. You know. Yeah. I mean, and they did it very well too. Yeah, I, I love the proms. I thought they were great. I I, I was uh, in talks with them to do a, a seven inch years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always thought you guys should have been on. Uh, well, why why weren't you guys ever on Mutant Pop? Was Tim never uh, called or what? Or? No, no. Uh, we, 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 we did talk with, with Tim and everything, but, uh, I mean, that had more to do with us, not him. You know, they, they, okay. there were some lineup issues, and that's all, really all I'll say about that as well, too. You know, okay, I just, you, you guys seem like you'd be the perfect band for, for Mutant Pop, you know? Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, I regret not being able to have our shit together for that. That's, <laughs> but that's basically the bottom line, you know? We, right. we were undergoing experiencing some some issues though so you know but uh you know i mean it's in the past you know you gotta move on you know yeah you were saying earlier you guys are working on a new record uh any idea of what label or anything like that's going to come out on and when it's going to come out Uh, well we don't know yet i mean uh we we have some friends you know i mean i know um we're going to be doing some work with uh um um, eccentric pop and with uh um, Uh um mom's basement um, cool. Uh, I'm not sure exactly, you know, what what you know the actual full length is going to come out on, but we're going to be working with those labels in some capacity, you know, cool. whether it be the album come out on, you know, on on either of those labels or you know some seven inches or you know some re-releases, you know, yeah. possibilities are endless. Those guys are really good guys. They're very flexible, you know. Yeah. And cool. Two of good the labels. Labels going on today, really. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, they're they're right at the forefront. So. Yeah, totally. Tip the spear. So. I'm excited to hear new music from you guys, man. Yeah, I'm we're excited to have it out though. I mean, you know, it's like uh, uh, this is great because like on a lot of the older records, I used to sing all the parts in the studio, and then but whereas like uh, these two guys are actually going to be singing their own parts in the studio because oh. they're um, you know they you know for some reason their voices blend with mine a lot better. And they're really good singers too. Not saying the, the guys before weren't good singers or anything, but um, it's just the way these guys sing. Their, their voices blend with mine really well because you know, like I said, I have kind of a thinner voice, and these guys can actually sing in that style. So when you mix it down, you know, uh, like our old bass player, 
like uh, like our original bass player, he had more of a really deep baritone, but he could hit the higher notes. But when we tried to actually mix it, the EQ would be so off; it'd be so hard to balance. So, I mean, you know, the guys in the band now they have more naturally higher voices, should I say? So, um, it, it's not that big of an issue. Cool. You guys want to sing something right now for us? Hell yeah, man! A little oh, acapella <laughs> beatnik termites, dude. Sounds good to me. I don't know. What do you want to do? Dude, you're, you're the only one. That's my favorite song of all time by you guys. Well. <laughs> or a new one. I'd love to hear something new. Let's see. We could do a cover. Sure. Are there any termite songs? I don't know. They don't really blend themselves a cappella. We have to practice. <laughs> right. Do what, yeah. uh, which one? 915. Yeah, I mean, like, Pet Shop. Uh, yeah, that does, but we've never practiced it though, <laughs> that way, though. Mary Lou. Uh, oh, we, man. Yeah. We haven't played that together. Yeah, Yeah, we haven't played that together with this lineup, though. I mean, okay. we'll probably learn that for this. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we that, should probably though. learn that one. Yeah, that's that's really complicated, <laughs> though, so that, that'll take a few practices, and I don't know if we have... How about uh, Shit Fuck? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Girl I know, maybe. You're all talk. Mm. I don't know. It, it, these things like, uh, like some of the newer stuff, like obviously Pet Shop Girl, we could do. But the thing is, it's like we'd have to practice that. You know, it's like it's kind of right. weird doing. We have to practice that. Huh? Oh man! No, you guys got it. Let's <laughs> hear some shit. Just give me some. What shit. do we have rehearsed? Uh, Ramones stuff. We have Ramones. We have Ramones stuff rehearsed. Yeah. This yeah. Let's hear some Ramones. Ramones. Let's do Ramones stuff. It's a good segue. So. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, we got Surfer Girl. Yeah, do Surfer Girl. All right, we need uh, the key. Yeah. We need <laughs> What's D. What's the key? I don't know. You, 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 you mm. said you got perfect pitch. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, that's it. Is it? Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. Little Surfer, little one. Make my heart come all undone. Do you love me? Do you serve a girl? My little surfer girl. I had to watch you on the shore. Standing by the ocean's roar. Do you love me? Do you serve a girl? We could ride the surf together as I love would grow. In my worry, I would take you. Everywhere I go So I stay from me to you I will make your dreams come true Do you love me? Do you serve Little one, 
Damn, <laughs> dude. Holy that shit. That fucking great. Above and beyond, guys. Above and beyond. I think that was probably the wrong key, but we, dude, we have relative That was beautiful. Pitch, dude, it was great. That might we be the coolest thing that's ever happened pitch, on yeah. this show. <laughs> yeah. That was Speaking awesome. Which, I gotta, I gotta drain it, so that was hella yeah. impressive too man spot on i mean even still coming through fucking skype it sounded great thanks for that man that's cool i think our <laughs> listeners will fucking dig on that well <laughs> guess wayne's gone now <laughs> yeah. yeah pat's gonna so, take a so leak so. Pat's taking a leak so now this is like the scene where garth is alone in the studio <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow so what are you guys' favorite Beatnik termites, uh, song and or record that you know that you weren't on. Uh, tell tell me why is all the feels for me. Okay. Um, uh, Taste the Sand is my favorite. Right on. Me too, man. Love that. Yeah, record. I mean, I like yeah. I like the mix of it personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just the mix of the songs between you know some of the softer and harder stuff. Yeah. And then the uh, then the artwork kind of all yeah brings it together. Yeah. Totally. So have either of you guys played abroad before in other bands? Like Canada, maybe like nothing, nothing outside of this. Like outside of North America. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> right. That's cool. So you're pretty excited to go do that. That's gonna be cool for you guys, right? We're we're, we're stoked. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. We, I had we, to get a passport. I mean, this is like this is big for me. We yeah, got, we got to play with uh, we played with Neon Bone at the sidebar, and uh, they're they're, you know, we, we've both been you know pushing had to play with these guys again, and they they came over to port from Germany, and and they're a big part of this the festival, and and. Uh, we, I've been listening to their shit nonstop. They're they're just fantastic, and we're excited to play with them again. And um, they just they get it, you know. They're 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 just in it for the music, and it's cool dudes, you know. Yeah, cool. It's a lot of cool bands on the bill too, right? Yeah. Prozac's. We're, we're I, I'm I'm I've been honored since day one. I mean, Pat, Pat and I played in a Ramones tribute band together. That's how I kind of got into the mix, and. Uh, I'm just—I was pretty much speechless when he asked me to join the band. So I spent every waking moment learning how to play the bass to <laughs> join the turbines. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, right I'm a—I'm a, I'm a guitar bass player. Yeah. Now, That's whatever cool. that means, but Pat will tell you exactly every note to play, so it's all that easy. <laughs> right on. So, what other kind of bands do you guys listen to? A lot of punk rock shit, or what? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I um, well, actually, uh, Mike and I are both uh, kind of into the same kind of prog rock. Yes, and oh yeah, shit that we all kind of grew up on. I guess the police was as punk rock as I got when I was eight. Yeah, police um, <laughs> were cool. Yeah, since you went into it so in depth with Cliffy, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I'm a big Kiss fan. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, I listened to your your show and you guys did the rundown, and I'm like, uh, you know, pumping my fist. I'm like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, no, nah, I disagree with that. Right. But no, I, I mean, I started listening to that stuff, I think in high school. But yeah, prior to that, it was, 
uh, a lot of progressive rock and learning, you know, how to be a very technical drummer. Um, anything very guitar heavy. Um, I know I'm a big, yeah. yeah, I'm a big yeah. lead guitar fan. You know, I know like every solo, I can sing every solo <laughs> of like any rock guitar and I never learn how to play. Um, yeah, that's typically the stuff I've always listened to. Yeah, he's pretty uh, unusual in the sense that, uh, I mean, he's got a great sense of melody. And most drummers, you know, they don't usually... Great pitch. Yeah, great pitch. Goddamn great pitch. Mike. Great he, pitch. You can actually sing the vocals you know, <laughs> in a band, you know. You know. That's cool. You're like the Don Henley of the termites. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Let's get I'm the, only a slightly lesser douche than he is. <laughs> yes. Let's get to the heart of the matter here. Uh, heart of the matter. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, I mean, like, it, a lot of these bass lines that we have, like, because, like, uh, like the bass lines for the Termites have always been kind of like the lead instrument as a band. You know, I mean, I don't know if you listen, but uh, they're very sing-songy, you know? Yeah. So, but they're very difficult to sing and play at the same time, though. So you have to really commit them to memorization. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. So it's very challenging. And Chris, you know, he, he has to do that, though. So he's got to kind of, like, learn them. So he's on autopilot first because a lot of the bass lines go against the singing rhythmically of what he has to do. And he's got to harmonize. and Or in so, every way. In every way, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very... A, a fifth fucking low and yeah. then jumping all around. Exactly. You know, he's got... <laughs> These guys got to jump all around the lead, and you know it's kind of like you got to be quick on your feet. But it's up. Uh, you're using both sides of your brain. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. So how how long has this lineup been? How long have you guys been playing as this lineup? Um, two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Two, two years. So. Right on. Yeah, I've been with Pat almost five years. That's awesome. And then yeah, Chris came on about two years ago. Cool. But uh, cool. we we were actually playing in the the, the Ramones crew band for about five years though. Yeah, so, I mean we just uh, we had a different bass player at the time who moved on to other things and moved to Seattle. He's slinging CBD. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually that was Josh, but I mean uh, Ryan was actually uh, was Ryan really the he was the guy before you. Yeah. Oh and, no, I'm talking about uh, Josh. David, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean yeah Ryan and he moved on to other things and. You know, I mean, I kind of knew, uh, you know, it's like the obvious choice is Chris, you know. So, I mean, when Mikey and I... So I'm just the obvious choice? Yeah. <laughs> it was the obvious choice. Well, I kind of talked about it with Mikey beforehand, you know. Uh, I was adamant. I was against it 100%. <laughs> He's such a dick. I'm like, well, no, this he, guy... threw, he threw one Spaceballs quote out, and when I responded, it was all good. <laughs> That's true. Wait a minute. Oh, was, was Mikey in the Rockaway Beach Boys before you were in the Termites, or vice versa? I can't remember now. Fucking no idea. Mm. Well, but the thing is, what, no, I think you were, because we came down here, and I offered him the spot. I told you I was going to do it, and you said go ahead and do it, yeah. because we were afraid he was going to say no, <laughs> and we didn't want to put him on the spot, so... <laughs> but yeah, so you, you were in the Rockaway Beach Boys okay. before. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, Mikey plays bass in the Rockaway Beach Boys, so he's all kind of... Right on, man. Hey, motherfuckers. It's Jay Prozac, and you're in the dummy room.
So Nate, you had some kind of game or something going on? So I got a little, uh, I got a little uh, Ramones trivia game. Yep, for playing it, Pat. Okay. I'm talking to the Ramones right now. Hey, what's the Ramones? Who are the Ramones? The Ramones. Ramones. You're responsible for making that horrible rock and roll music. And who are you? I'm Riff Randall. Rock and roller. The only girl I ever dream about at night is Riff. I always keep waking up just before the good part. <laughs> Gross. Okay, yeah, so we're I'll gonna have to play it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh you it's, my box sets out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh <Can> cheat? <laughs> no cheating allowed. No cheating? Okay, go ahead. It's gonna be Pat versus Jody. We're gonna have three rounds. Two questions like for each of you in each round. So the first okay. round the first question will go to we'll do Pat since he's the guest. You'll take the first away. question. If you if you get it right, you get a point. Okay. If you get it wrong, Jody gets the steal, he can steal your point away. Okay. Second round is two points, third round is three. Gotcha. So Twelve questions total. They're they're somewhat random. I okay. don't think I could get half of them, but I gotta wear my lucky hat. So he's wearing a fifty-gallon hat. Just yeah. FYI. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat, mm-hmm. what was the first Ramones single? The first Ramones single. Yes. Mm. The first single released by the Ramones. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, I could tell you the first song written by the Ramones, but not the first single. Right. <laughs> throw a guess out. I guess. It's, uh, Wait, don't I get a chance to steal? What's well, yeah, I wasn't going to give him the answer. I was just going to give him a hint. But yeah, if he can't... <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I don't either, but my guess would be uh, I want to be your boyfriend. Yes. Both of you are wrong. Or oh. you're wrong. Uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh. Was it? Okay. I didn't think it would be that obvious. I thought, yeah, it was... obvious yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a trick question. A, tri- a trick of a trick question. Okay, so that was the hard one, I guess. Um, all right, so Jody, quest- next question is yours. What was the first cover to appear on a Ramones album? Mm, what, let's, cover song. Let's dance, I guess. You got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Can we steal? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is for Pat. Okay. Who drove the pink Cadillac for the Ramones in Rock and Roll High School? Oh, oh shit. Mm. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I can't you picture it in my head. Or Hold on. Uh, I don't know. Mickey Lee? I don't know. Nope. Jody? Oh, fuck. All I can picture is that fucking chicken leg, but, uh... <laughs> was it Monty? Nope. It was uh, Rodney Bingenheimer. Oh, oh okay. No yeah. Damn. All right. First round is over. Second round. Questions for Pat. No, actually, I'm sorry. First round That's isn't over. Name the room... Okay, this is this is a... This one you'll kick yourself if you don't get. Name okay. the Ramones from left to right as they appear on the cover of the first record. Jody. From left to right? Uh, yep. What is it? Johnny, Tommy, Joey, Dee Dee? Got it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> On to round two. 
Pat, okay. how many shows did the Ramones play? And do you want multiple choice on this one? Uh, yeah, I want multiple choice. Uh, okay, so A, 1964. Mm-hmm. B, 2263. Mm-hmm. Or C, 1789. I'll go with B. You got it. Oh. <laughs> How's he going to know down to that, like, 63? <laughs> you got to give him some multiple choice, dude. Uh, all right. Um, Jody, name one of the two bands that was originally wanted for Rock and Roll High School. Two bands, you just have to name one of them. Instead of the Ramones? Instead of the Ramones. Fuck, dude. Uh, I have no idea, but I'll guess. I used to know that. Can't remember, though. Um. No. No. How about, uh, Aerosmith? Nope. No? Take a guess. Uh... I used to know. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. It was... Uh... Damn, I can't remember. <laughs> it, it was this hard rock band. I, I just... Oh, man. Jolly uh, Thunders. No, 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 no. It wasn't a punk band. It was like... Uh, I just can't remember. I read it somewhere. Deep purple. No, no, it wasn't. Was uh, it Angel? Uh, <laughs> no, it was... Uh... Yes. Squire. No, no, no. Billy Squire. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing around and shit. No, it wasn't. It, it was a... Uh... Career over. <laughs> totally. Uh, wasp. It was Wasp. No, no, no. It, it, it was a 70s hard rock band. I, I just can't think of the name of it, though. Uh... One of the bands is still around. Uh... <laughs> Sadly. So it is Aerosmith. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad company. No, uh, I can't remember. You know, I, I just. Okay, uh, Trick or Todd Rundgren? What was the first uh, one? Cheap Trick? Yeah, Todd Rundgren. Cheap yeah. Trick. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yep. Would have yeah. been a different movie, uh, huh? Rock, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Singer songwriter pop and shit. Yeah, I remember different. the Todd Rundgren thing. Yeah, I just, I just read it one time. I just couldn't remember it though. Okay, go ahead. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, the next question is for Pat. Okay. Um, who came up with the Ramones logo? Arturo Vega. You got it. Oh. That was kind of an easy one, I yeah. guess. So. <laughs> All right, Jody. Final question of round two. On It's Alive, what song was not on the track listing? Hmm. That is on the album and not on the track yes. listing? Yes. Fuck. It's on the record, not on the track listing. Uh, I don't know. I'll say I Want to Be Well. No. Pat? I, I don't know. Mm, let's see. Um. He's pulling out the record. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't see. Uh, Havana Affair? I don't know. Uh, it's actually KKK took my baby away. Uh, no, that's not on It's Alive. That's not do I, I don't think it's on It's Alive. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? 
No, it's not on the track listing because that song wasn't even written yet. No, yeah. Yeah. For me and Pat both get a point for that one. (laughs) All right, I'll take my points away for that one. Okay. (laughs) I think that was supposed to be the answer to another question, and when I cut and pasted, I fucked it up. So, all right. Well, I'll just do I'll just do the next question for you. Let's skip that one. So, Jody. Okay. Or what? What it was? It was Jody's question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. your question is, where did the name Ramones come from? Uh, didn't he like get it from Paul McCartney? Like McCartney would use that when they would check into hotels and shit. He'd be like, "Yep, Paul yep. Ramone. Paul, Paul Ramone, you got yeah. it, man." Mm-hmm. Seen my right. fair share of Ramones docs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we are going into round three. We are tied at four. Okay. Good luck. All right, Pat. Okay. How many albums, studio and live, official Ramones releases are there? Just studio and live. We're not talking the box sets or compilations. Okay. Let's see. Well, I can actually go. Okay, all the studio albums. Let's see. So there's Ramones, Ramones, uh, Leave Home, Rocket to Russia, uh, Road to Ruin, Okay, and then we got this is really interesting. We got the uh, end of the century, and we got uh, pleasant dreams. And we got subterranean jungle, uh, and we got uh, too tough to die. Okay, and then we got uh, um, animal boy, halfway to sanity. That's ten. Okay, um, and then uh, yeah, brain drain. It's eleven. Uh, and then, um, uh, um, there's one after that. I can't remember because um, the one, there's one between that and Adios Amigos. So twelve, uh, thirteen, okay, thirteen studio albums. Okay, and then uh, live albums. We got Local Live. We got. Um, Um, it's alive. Fifteen. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, we have. Um, uh, there's a. Uh, um, Don't come close. Does that count? Um. No. no. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I wouldn't count Ramon's mania either. Does that count? No. No, it's like a comp. So. Okay. So where, where, where was I? You're at, you're at 16. So was that 16? Yeah. Let's let's go with that. I'm checking. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I think he forgot one. I think you forgot one. Unless I didn't hear you say it. You might have. You, you guessed 16? Yeah. Yeah, I think I counted 16. Let me count again. <laughs> I need a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you were at 15 before you said. Okay. Hang, hang on. All right, let me do do this again. You know, Ramones, Ramones. Oh, I got to write this down. You're good. You're good. We got time. All right. This is important, man. Get it right. <laughs> you got something to write with? Yeah, let me, let me get my... So, in the meantime, what are you guys' favorite Ramones records? You have one? Well, my favorite, you know, I like Rocket to Russia and uh, Pleasant Dreams, obviously. Um, right. Okay. Here, I'm going to use this marker. That way it'll bleed through and you'll be really... Okay. 
<laughs> you have to use like more sheets. More sheets. Okay, let's see. Uh, ST. Uh, see, leave home. He's having a hard time because somebody put something in his drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Rocket. Road. Yeah, that's a lot of albums. And Century. Pleasant Dreams. Subterranean. Okay. Too Tough to Die. What did you guys think the first time you heard Subterranean? Oh, I loved it. I yeah. didn't like the production on the drums because it sounded like a drum machine. Totally. It sounded like there was like a blanket over the snare. But, uh, I mean, the songs are good. Yeah, yeah, some good ones. Yeah, Vegetables, man, that's a great song. Um, Outsider, all kinds of, you know, yeah. uh, Hang Out in the Park. Great. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff off of that record. I just wish it was recorded with, you know, punchier drums, you know? You know? Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, Two Talk to Die, Animal, Sanity... Okay, uh, Brain Drain, and there were the two albums that CJ was on, I can't, uh, oh, there's also, uh, the cover record. Yeah, see, that's the one you I know. thought you forgot. Yeah, okay, there was, <laughs> which is, uh, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna win. The cover, <laughs> yeah, and there's, uh, what's the other, what's the name of that other record that CJ was on, besides Audios Amigos, um, Mondo. Yeah, Mondo, yep. Yeah. Mondo. Oh, no. Mondo okay. That record. So okay. So we got, and then we got the two live albums. So let's see. Um, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. I, I, that's I'm counting sixteen. Uh, you got it. You got it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now there's. <laughs> Now, not including like the greatest hits live or the the Anthology we're out of here. That's correct. And all those, yeah, and then um, Ramones Media, but also I could have we didn't cl- include uh, Rock and Roll High School because it's not you know mm, it's yeah. an official release, but not yeah. a Ramones record. So right. we also skipped. So, we're out of here. Yeah. Good job, man. Mm. All right. That was three points. All right, <laughs> Jody. <laughs> okay. What two members are buried in the same cemetery? Uh, I don't know. Johnny and Dee Dee. You got it, dude. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> guess. Joey Joe? would never so be So where buried. was Joey at then? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the pet cemetery. <laughs> the pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they didn't want to be. Pat, are you ready? Yeah. What is the highest um, ranking Ramones album chart wise? What 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 album charted the highest? Album charted the highest. Uh, uh, as far as individual song or like album overall? Uh, Full length album. Oh God. Okay. Um, In America or the UK or what? Um, why are you doing this to me, man? Um, I don't know. It's okay. it's America in the okay. U.S. Okay. Yeah, let's do U.S. I'm sorry. All right, let me see. Um, I got them all in front of me now. So this, this album, for the record, would also be the the most you know the the best selling album. Yeah. I'm assuming based on it was 
peak positions in in the world? Uh, oh, the best-selling. Um, you, does that include compilations? Uh, nope. It's it's a it's a regular studio album. Okay. Okay. For me, it's. It's 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 not okay. Let me back up. It's not the best-selling Ramones album, but it's okay. the highest charting. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. But it, it it was the highest so charting in the U.S. Yet. and it was also the highest charting, like kind of all over the place. Okay, but it's not the most selling album. Yeah, the most selling one was was uh, that compilation Ramones Mania, I think. But uh, um, the um, the highest charting, I would have to say, Road to Ruin. Incorrect. Jody, for the steal. I would ah. guess Leave Home. You would be wrong. It's end of the century. What? Yeah, it, no it peaked at number 44. Road to Ruin was uh, peaked at 103, and Leave Home peaked at 148. Wow, I thought with okay. Sheena, Shit. Leave Home yeah. would be... that was. Wild. Yeah, but Rock and Roll High School was, you know, that, you know, that yeah. was a big push for that record. And, yeah, yeah. that's true. Stasium version is way better than Phil Spector. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. That's amazing. All right. So we got one more for EGIA. Okay. What's the score? Uh, Seven to seven. It's tied up. Oh, Oh my God. God. Just like that girl in my basement. (laughs) Oh, wait. Sorry. (laughs) Who? Pat, who was the Ramones road manager? Oh, uh, Monty Melnick. You got it. That was easy. Jody. <laughs> yes. This is it, man. Okay. What? This is this is a fucked up one. What two albums <laughs> is Tommy credited as being only a producer of? Mm. And I, I I could give you a hint if Pat allows it. <laughs> okay. Do I get a he, hint, Pat? What's up? Yeah, well, I know that the, there is no hint. The hint is that he's only the producer of. Yeah. <laughs> so I was uh, the hint was going to be he didn't play on it, but that was right. sort of in the question. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of them's Road to Ruin. The other one, I would say, possibly. Um, hard, man. Let me think here. He did Road to Ruin. Phil Spector did End of the Century. Too tough to die. You got it, dude. <laughs> Too tough to die. Yeah, yep. they were trying to come back to their sound, so they yep. run into I knew, Tommy. I knew the answer to that one. Cool. So, end of the tie? I guess that's just what it is, man. Yeah, I don't mind tying to the beatnik term. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, there you go. No, we need an ultimate winner. <laughs> okay. Who would you fuck first, Riff or Kate? <laughs> Who are they? Riff Randall or Kate Rambo? Kate Rambo. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She was hot, man. Who drew, who yeah. drew first blood? <laughs> you guys are nuts. Yeah. So it's a tie. If we if we're gonna end in a tie, I'm cool with that. That's fine. I'll tell you who who's hotter. Uh, <laughs> Not Kate, but the, uh, the, the the antagonist. Togar? No, not Togar. No, no. <laughs> the the songwriting. Uh, yeah. What the, hell was the, her the name? one who stole. Angel. You know, uh, yeah. What's her name? Angel, uh, Angel. darling. Angel yep. Dust. 
Angel Dust, man. I thought she was the hottest out of all three of them. She looked good. What do you think? I still take Kate Rainbow. I go riff. All day. <laughs> but Togar might do some dirty bad things to you, so you never know. She seems kind of like she'd be like a dominatrix. She might over with that ruler in, in uh, <laughs> totally. Crystal's office. You know? <laughs> some people are into that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we tied and I didn't have to lose, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but that means we're all winners, so. Yeah. Huh? Hell yeah. Pat, we'll, we'll do, a, we'll do a, a rematch next time you come on. Okay. I'll have some more yeah. questions set yeah. up. I think I'm all tapped out as far as my Ramones knowledge, though. We're not spinal tap out. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> or you'll have to like have uh, you know, one of these. Hey Pat, guys, you know. I think I read one. Those guys, did you meet Spinal Tap at some point? No, no, we never did. We don't know anybody famous. What, <laughs> what about Shonen Knight? I don't think we actually ever met them. The drummer sat on your face. <laughs> well, I met Marky Ramone because we toured with him, though. So. Yep. I met uh, Richie Ramon. We took a picture of him. He, he uh, uh, there's actually a picture of him on my Facebook. I took a selfie with him. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yep. So um, I remember seeing that Marky Ramon show, and uh, afterward there was a party at a hotel. Oh yeah. And I went to that fucking thing, and it was like I don't even know if I made it in the place. I just turned around and left. <laughs> I'm like this. Well, there was a lot of people there, and was I, just, I there? <laughs> I didn't see you there, but we had pizza, and I, I'm trying to remember if we had pizza before or after the show. Hmm. But um, I don't know, man. It all like blends together because yeah. it's like no, night, I showed I, sh- I showed up at this fucking hotel, and it was like, there's no way the cops aren't coming here. There was like, there must have been 50 people in that fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember I said hi to a few people and just left. So, yeah, and I don't think Marky was there. I never saw Marky, so I must have not been there because I don't remember it. <laughs> so, possibly. I mean, I only got really drunk like twice on that tour. You know, one was in West Virginia, you know, where we were like singing along to like ACDC, and uh, uh, next morning uh, we got up, you know, early. Because we, I guess we had to move the van, and there was this like this crane behind it, and this thing was sticking, and then Reggie backed the van into the crane and broke the back windows, you know. (laughs) 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 And I I was I was sleeping in the top of the van, like what the hell, you know, was that noise, you know? Wow. (laughs) Well, man, we want to thank you guys for coming on, man. This has been pretty fucking cool. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Super cool, and uh, dude, super stoked to hear new music from you guys. Good luck at Puke Fest. I can't wait to to like see some videos on YouTube or something from that because I certainly am not going to Germany. Hopefully, we won't suck. You know, I mean, well, uh, we're practicing though. But uh, every time before we go on stage, hopefully, we don't <laughs> suck, guys. Yeah, go. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> we won't. Uh, I gotta I gotta play, lay off the sauce. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's kind of odd? I mean. How are people going to take it? They haven't seen you in all this time, and you're going to play a bunch of new songs they haven't heard, though. Uh, hopefully they'll like it. Yeah, you know? I hope so, man. I mean, I, I think the new songs are like better than the old ones, though. So, yeah. you know, I mean, right on, man. That's cool. The old songs are, are like more, I, I guess, more of a, that punk thing, 
you know, by our standards, I guess, you know. Yeah. New song, we, we, we've, uh, you know, it, it, we, we swung more towards the oldies type of doo-wop thing with the new stuff. I mean, it, it's kind of been going that way. I mean, if you like, you know. Yeah, I'm excited you know, to hear it, man. We're excited to have one, have it out, though, so, I mean. Yeah. When it comes close to release time, you got to come back on and we'll, you know, do what we, we can to will. promote. We definitely will. Uh, yep, and we'll talk about it. I mean, this this will be the first uh, album that these guys are on. And also, um, these guys are uh, have, will have, helped, have written songs as well, too, for this album, too. So, oh. I mean, awesome. we actually have been working on, you know, at least, you know, three or four of these songs of this new album are going to be co-written by all three of us. So That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait to hear it, man. Well, thanks for having us. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. It was great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, man. All right, guys. Have a great night, man.
Hey, this is Rookie Rochelle of the Young Rochelles, and you're hanging in the dummy room. All right. Well, there you have it. That was us and the Beatnik Termites. Good time to be had. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. That was cool, man. Great, great band. Obviously, I haven't seen them with this lineup, but um, always been a fan. That song was awesome, wasn't it? They say yeah. unexpectedly yeah. cool. Very cool. I thought um, we were just like busting their balls and think they were really going to do it. <laughs> I didn't think they'd do it either. I just threw it out there as a joke, actually. Yeah. But very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to hear the new any anything new from them would be cool. You right. know. Yeah. And after hearing those guys sing together, I'm super stoked to hear anything new from that lineup. It should be pretty good. Yeah, it kind of makes you wish you could go to Germany huh, for that thing to see these guys. But yeah, I guess I'll have to catch that on YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, that was fun. Um, next week we we may or may not have our first lady on the show. So that cool. yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We'll see what if happens. It happens. Last time we tried to get a um, a female on the show, didn't go. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Lee just didn't show any love for the dummy room, man. I don't know what her problem is. So, uh, the next, the 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 person next week isn't as famous as Jamie Lee, so maybe twice as cool. Twice as cool. So maybe she'll give us a shot here. So, anyways, cool. Um, anything else happening we need to know about? Nope. Not a damn thing. Okay, if you're uh, if you're listening, we appreciate it. We appreciate you sharing all of all of this shit. Um, thanks for listening. Yep. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. Stay tuned. Next week we have another special guest. I think you will really enjoy it. We love you. Goodbye.